Good morning. Today is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. At the beginning of the Torah, in Bereshis, the Torah says, as Hashem completes the creation of heaven and earth, Vayar Elokim as Kol Asher Asa, and God saw all that He had created, Vihine Tov Ma'od, and behold, it was exceedingly good. Our sages pick up on the word Kol. Doesn't say God saw what He had created and it was exceedingly good. All that He had created. Every single thing that Hashem created is exceedingly good. Says the Medrash, Rabbi Acha Bereb Chanina Amar, Rabbi Acha, the son of Chanina, says, Even those things that we look around the world and we think they're unnecessary, they are superfluous, they have no purpose. Even things like that. Kagon, for example, Nechashim Vakrabim, snakes and scorpions. Let me ask you a question. Why in the world do we need snakes and scorpions? Hashem couldn't have created the world without. Would anybody object if there were no snakes and no scorpions? Hain, Hayu, Bichlau, Briyoso, Shel Olam. They are included in that which Hashem looked, created, and then looked at and said, This is exceedingly good. Every single thing is needed. Every single thing is necessary. Nothing is superfluous. So there's a famous Medrash, which you may very well have heard, that tells the story about David Amelech, King David, when he was a young man. David Amelech asked this exact question. He asked a question about spiders. And he said, Master of the universe, Rebunna Shalom, why did you have to create spiders? And by the way, I think a lot of people would ask the same question. I could go through my life very happy without any spiders. Why? Why would Hashem create something that usually just makes people upset? So without spiders, it would also be tov mode. It would also be very good. Okay. Years later, David Amelech, King David, still as a young man, was the son-in-law of the first king, Shaul, King Saul. And Shaul, his father-in-law, decided that David was disloyal and he tried to kill his son-in-law David. We talked about this narrative when we talked about the special Haftorah of Machachodesh. And it once happened, the Medrash tells us, that David was hiding and Shaul's army was looking for him to kill him and David hid in a cave. We understand, by the way, that that is a cave in the area of Ein Gedi. The area of Ein Gedi has its history going back to this narrative much further, but this is a famous association with this beautiful place in, in Israel. And so David uh, ran into the cave to hide, but they could find him. And so all of a sudden David sees that on the entrance of the cave there is a spider that's spinning a web. And just as the soldiers are approaching where they might be able to find him, the spider has completed this web so that the soldiers keep going because if there's a web, if somebody would have gone in to hide, the web would have been uh, disturbed. An, an undisturbed web means presumably there's nobody inside. So at that moment, David, David understood this idea 
every single thing. I didn't realize that there's a purpose, but the, 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 the creature that I asked about actually ended up saving my life. Kal Asher Asa, everything that God created is Tov Ma'od, has a purpose, has a reason. Now, sometimes we see it in that one example. Often, of course, we don't see it. We go through our lives and we ask these questions about spiders and scorpions and, and snakes. Okay. In my family, llamas are a big deal. Two of my children will tell you that llama is their favorite animal. I don't really understand why. Years ago, we took our kids, you may have gone there, we took our kids to a llama farm in Israel near Mitzpah Ramon. And uh, I remember the llamas as rather nasty and smelly, like their cousins, who I must confess I dislike more, camels. But it turns out, and you may have read about this, llamas may save all of us. Because it turns out that llamas can produce a nanobody, which is a micro antibody that may be helpful in either a treatment or a vaccine against coronavirus. And scientists in Sweden, in Germany, and in other places are studying these llamas and the nanobodies that they create in order to help find either a vaccine or a treatment. And the reason that llamas are so promising for this is because a few years ago, researchers in Belgium did research using a llama named Winter. And this llama created nanobodies that were helpful in fighting the SARS virus and the MERS virus. So they think if it was helpful for those, and this is a similar kind of a virus, maybe it will be helpful with the coronavirus, and they are studying llamas uh, right now. And to anybody who knows about this stuff, which I did not know until I read about it recently, this has been happening for many years because llamas have been helpful for years in the antibodies that they create helping with treatments against HIV and other viruses for years. And it happens that llamas have another incredibly important skill. Again, I never witnessed this. I never knew about it. So um, uh, I have the great privilege to uh, teach on college campus. I teach a course at McGill. Before coming here, I taught a course at Yale. And it's always been a very, very important part of my life. Not just the teaching, but being connected to students and, and having a relationship with students and trying to care for them and, and, and looking out for them. And I remember very clearly a year that something that happened the first year we were in New Haven. When I was in New Haven, I was the rabbi of Young Israel of New Haven, and part of that job was I was the rabbi of Young Israel House at Yale, which was the Orthodox organization 
on campus of Yale University. So I was the rabbi of this campus group, and it was it was a wonderful part of my uh, work in New Haven. I uh, was um, overseeing the kosher kitchen, and I was teaching classes, and I was involved not only with Orthodox students, but with other students, and it was uh, a major and wonderful part of my work in New Haven. And I remember I had a student, my first year at Yale, I had a student, and um, so December comes, and December is finals. Okay, well, finals is a lot of work. It can create a lot of anxiety. But all of a sudden, this student went missing. Didn't show up at dinner, didn't come to class, like my classes, didn't know where he was. And uh, after asking around, I found out he was in the hospital, Yale New Haven Hospital, and he was in the psych ward, the inpatient psych ward. And it was a terrible, terrible situation. He had had, I don't know the, the, the medical term, but what we would refer to as a nervous breakdown. And I was very concerned with him. I went to visit him, spent a lot of time with him, um, stayed in touch with him. He eventually transferred to another school. I stayed in touch with him. He was doing better after a while. But I remember very clearly I came to the hospital and uh, I spoke to a nurse on this psych ward. And she said, every finals period, we get students checking into inpatient psych wards because it's, uh, it can make students depressed and anxious and, uh, and go over the edge. Llamas are used during exam periods at a number of top U.S. universities to soothe students. At Berkeley, Stanford, other universities and high schools, they bring llamas to the campus during finals. And somehow, llamas have a tranquility about them that is contagious. And, it, and llamas are able to help students overcome finals anxiety. As one person, one student said, a senior at Berkeley, he said, when you're around a llama, you become very calm and at peace. Okay, I never knew that. So llamas today may serve the same role as spiders did for David. And that should remind us of this fundamental principle. Kal asher asa. Everything that God creates is tov ma'od. Exceedingly good and has a purpose and a plan and a reason for being there. Sometimes we see it. Oftentimes we don't. But the purpose and the goodness is always there. My friends, have a great day. 
and I look forward to seeing you again in person 